18th episode of The Deming Lens, I continue the series associated with Dr. Deming's 14 points with point three, cease dependence on mass inspection. Hi, I'm Trip Babbitt, host of the Deming Institute podcast and the Deming Lens. In this episode, we're going to continue our series on Dr. Deming's 14 points. We are now at point number three. Third point is cease dependence on mass inspection. Much better to improve the process in the first place so that you don't produce so many defective items or, or none at all. There are two takeaways from point number three. The first is that inspection to improve quality is too late, it's ineffective, and it's costly. And the second takeaway is that more inspectors doesn't improve quality. In looking at the first takeaway, I remember sitting in a manufacturing plant in the early 1990s waiting to see the, the manufacturing company's president. And while I was waiting in the waiting room, I saw a flyer from the company with a big pile of uh, scrap in a picture with the president and a few workers standing next to this pile of scrap with the caption, we don't let the bad stuff get to you, meaning the customer. However, the reality is that that scrap is already paid for by the customer. Just because it didn't reach them, they still had to produce it. And that raises the cost of that particular product for that company. Now, this isn't to say that there shouldn't be any inspection. It starts to cross over into statistical process control. Once your process for producing a product has reached a stable state, then more inspection really isn't going to help you. You already know what your system, or in this case, the output of the product, is going to produce predictably, assuming you, there are no special causes in the manufacturing of that particular product. To me, this is the real difference that I noticed in Dr. Deming's thinking and what the Japanese brought and what the thinking was at the time in the United States, because everything in the United States, they were looking at a specification and anything outside of that specification on the high side, if you were uh, manufacturing something, that means that it would have to be sent uh, for rework. Obviously, if it was, if you were manufacturing a pen or uh, something that's steel and it was undersized, you couldn't add more to get it within the specifications. So it had to be scrapped. Regardless, the scrap of a undersized pen or the rework involved in an oversized pen is going to cost you more money and the quality than is having to be paid for by the customer.
The Japanese, on the other hand, looked at the amount of variation from pin to pin to shrink that variation. And that was what the improvement efforts would focus on if they were manufacturers of steel pins. And by virtue of that, by shrinking the amount of variation, they had less scrap well within the specification limits. They weren't looking at scrapping things. They were looking to make a manufactured product capable of being correct each time they made it. Therefore, no rework and no scrap. Now, service industry is not immune from this problem with inspection. You get the same types of results if you're a technician fixing, let's say, an air conditioning unit and the customer calls you back to say that it didn't stay fixed or a wrongly filled out form for an insurance company that has to be sent back for a signature or some missing information. All these are delays and they're costly because the labor involved in reprocessing them reduces the amount of quality and increases the costs. The second takeaway has to deal with the fact that more inspectors does not ensure quality. One problem is that inspectors work doesn't agree with each other. My caliper versus your caliper, my micrometer versus your micrometer. They may, they have differences in the way that they're measuring and how they go about measuring and the techniques that they use to measure something. So it actually you wind up in, especially in manufacturing, getting different readings from inspector to inspector. And the more inspectors there are, the more different read, readings and the more variation from inspector to inspector. The other problem that you run into when you increase the amount of inspection or inspectors is who is responsible? Who's responsible for the, the measurement? If there's five people doing the inspecting of a part, then one person may rely on the other four to get a more correct measurement. And by virtue of that, they wind up not doing the inspection at all because everybody's relying on everybody else to get it right. This is one of the reasons why Dr. Deming lamented about the fact that there can only be one person responsible, that having multiple people responsible for a measurement or really shared responsibilities in any way creates a lot of confusion or apathy about who's doing the measurements. Another problem that I noticed that is happening more and more recently is that quality measurements are now being put in the hands of quality control departments as opposed to the person doing the work. And when you've got somebody on the outside doing the measurement, then it creates a certain amount of apathy with the worker because they don't know what's going on. They may be ma getting measured on it for some reward. Uh, you could take a contact center. 
you know, if you have people listening to calls and basically a quality checklist of things. But in order to get it right, it's the worker that has to know what the measurements are and how that's going to affect the customer. This isn't to mean that if they're in training that you aren't paying attention to some of the answers that they're giving and some of the things that they're doing on the phone. It just means that they are responsible for their own quality. Once you outsource it to a quality department or a manager, then that person will rely on them uh, in order to achieve the quality levels that are out there. And the person on the front line in a contact center needs to be directly involved in not only helping to fix the system that's creating problems, if problems are being created uh, from a contact center, but also the outside inspection can be not very helpful to them. One of my favorite stories to illustrate this is where a group of American educators went over to Finland because Finland is year in and year out one of the best education systems for K through 12 in the world. And so educators from the U.S., just like they did with Japan and manufacturing, went over there to kind of figure out, well, what are they doing that is making them uh, so much better? And when they were talking to one of the educators, they basically had this conversation and the Americans kept bringing out, you know, how do you make your teachers accountable? And apparently in Finland, there is no word for accountability. And finally, the uh, Finland educator came back and said, oh, I get it. Accountability is what's left after you take responsibility away. And that's what we're doing, not only in manufacturing, but in service industry, is taking away the responsibility from the front line, the people who interact with customers and the products on a daily basis and outsourcing it, in essence, to other areas, be it management or support areas. So ceasing reliance on inspection doesn't necessarily mean that no inspection is necessary. What it does mean is you need to look at the system and begin improvement, and just relying on inspection as a way to increase quality winds up increasing costs and being very ineffective. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Deming Lens. If you have questions or comments, you can reach me, trip at deming.org. That's T-R-I-P-P at deming.org. Thank you for listening to the Deming Institute podcast. If you'd like to learn more about the 2018 25th Anniversary Conference in Manhattan Beach, California, Go to www.deming.org and click on events.